For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, thrilled to have you here for another epic debate. Welcome to Modern Day Debate. I'm your host, James Coons, and we are a nonpartisan channel hosted or focusing on hosting debates in the fairest way possible so everybody has their fair shot to make their case on an equal playing field. We're very excited to let you know as well that all three of our guests are linked in the description, so that way if you're listening and you're like, hmm, I like that, you can hear plenty more from Tom, Jake, and our guest moderator, Ruby, who I will be handing it over to in just a second. But before we do that, I just want to quick ask everybody if they can share just what people could expect to find at the links in the description. So we'll start with Tom Jump. Tom, glad to have you back. If you'd like to share what people could find at your link and maybe just one or two sentences in terms of what your channel's about, the floor is all yours. Yeah, I'm a YouTuber. I debate professors and philosophers on different topics in philosophy. Um, I destroyed James in a few debates. You can see that. Very entertaining. Uh, yeah, it's about what I do. Always with a sense of humor, Tom. That's what I like about you. And we're excited to have Jake back as well. It's a pleasure. And Jake, if you'd like to share just what people could find at your link in the description, thanks for being here. Uh, yeah, so we do uh, political stuff. I often do debates, and sometimes chat makes me dress like a corn cob. Um, so that's that. It's a very LGBTQ-friendly space. Um, we often have uh, I have like an open door policy, so if someone uh, disagrees with me in chat, they typically end up on my Discord if they want to talk, stuff like that. And I've debated like everybody. I don't know if you've heard of them. I probably ended up debating them at some point. You got it. Absolutely. And so when I do a couple of quick channel housekeeping things up front before I hand it over to Ruby. And first, though, want to ask Ruby, what can people expect to find at your link in the description? Uh, well, for me, I just started using YouTube like a little over half a year ago. And I started making videos about addiction and other social issues and kind of expanded into politics uh, and like feminism and sex work and pretty much anything that's controversial. YouTube will not monetize me, <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been doing so far. And I do live streams and debates sometimes also. You got it. In fact, that's right. Ruby, you've been on here debating before. So we're so to have you both as a debater and a moderator tonight. Thanks for your help. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. So, folks, in terms of the debate overall, want to let you know, Ruby will let you know what the format is. If you have a question, though, during the debate, feel free to fire it into the live chat. I'll be keeping an eye on that, adding those questions to the list. We do have a new rule just because we want to, we want to remain modern day debate, not modern day super chats. And so what we're doing is if you have a sincere question and you can fit it into a $2 super chat, we'll definitely read it. Like, absolutely. But if you have something like, Tom Jump looks like an egg, and I'm like, well, okay, like, we're going to charge you extra that. We're not going to read it unless it's $5. We're trying to cut down on those. That's why we're up in the price, because we, we don't want as many super chats like that that we have to read. So just a fair warning. And with that, we're going to kick it over to Ruby. Thanks so much for your help. Ruby, the floor is all yours. 
All right. So tonight's format is we're going to have 10 minute opening statements. I believe Tom is going to go first. And then after that, we're going to have an open discussion for about 50, 60 minutes, followed by audience Q&A. Um, so with that, Tom, if you're ready to go. Yeah, sure. So um, I support all lives matter, not Black Lives Matter. And the primary reason for that is that the fundamental premise of Black Lives Matter that police killings happen more to African-Americans than anybody else is just it's just false. Uh, it's not supported by data. It's a myth. And so I can't really support Black Lives Matter because the foundational premise is just not true. Um, the police brutality is definitely an issue, but it's an issue for all lives, not just black lives. Uh, to demonstrate this, I can just take all of the cases from 2015 uh, chosen at random. There's Timothy Smith was killed by a police officer who was mistakenly thought he was reaching into his waistband to grab a gun. The shooting was real justified. Uh, William Lemon was killed after he allegedly failed to show his hands upon request. The shooting was real justified. Ryan Bollinger was shot dead by a cop who said he was moving strangely and walking toward her. The shooting was real justified. Derek Cruz was shot in the face moments after he opened the door for police officers serving a warrant for drug arrests. Cops recovered marijuana from his house. The shooting was real justified. Daniel Elrod robbed a dollar store and when confronted by police, allegedly failed to raise his hands upon request uh, through his window, who witnesses if the event insist otherwise, he was shot dead and no criminal charges were filed. Ralph Willis was shot dead when officers mistakenly thought he was reaching for a gun. David Kasich was shot twice in the back by a police officer while lying face down on the ground. A six-year-old Jeremy Mardis was killed by a police officer while sitting in the passenger seat of a car. The officer's intended target was his father who was sitting in the driver's seat with his hands raised out the window. Autumn Steele was shot dead when a police officer startled by her German shepherd immediately fired his weapon at the animal, catching her in the crossfire. Uh, for brevity's sake, I'll stop there, but the list goes on. For every black person killed by the police, there's at least one, usually two white people killed in the exact same way. For example, the day before cops barged into the home of Breonna Taylor and killed her, the cops barged into the home of a white man named Duncan Limp and killed him and wounded his girlfriend who was sleeping beside him. Even George Floyd, whose death was particularly brutal, has a white counterpart in Tony Tempa, who was killed by cops in 2016 in Dallas, with a police officer who had his knee pinned on his his back for 12 minutes instead of eight. Uh, the video, you can hear the killer Tempa whimpering that and begging that he can't breathe and that he should be let out. And after his death, the, cock, the cops began cracking jokes about telling him to wake up for school. Criminal charges initially brought against them were later dropped. Uh, let me pause there for a moment and just linger on that point. I really encourage you to watch the video of Tony Tempa being killed just to search it on YouTube. It should be the first thing that pops up. And observe what you feel when you watch that video. Do you get that same surge of emotion as you do when you watch George Floyd being killed by Derek Chauvin? And if not, I want you to consider maybe there's, there is some racism, but it's not with the cops. It might be with you. Um, I think at a gut level, it's hard for most people to see the same level of outrage when cops kill a white person than a black person, because it's just uh, the victim narrative kind of a thing it seems to portray African-Americans as more worthy of victimhood than other races, when in fact, the same problems exist in for everyone. And so it's really more of an all lives matter issue than uh, and skin color just shouldn't really come into it. It should be black lives matter should have been a a movement about police violence for everyone, not just for black lives. It doesn't really make sense to try and focus on a black lives issue when it really doesn't disproportionately affect black lives. Um, 
I mean, you might agree that people killed plenty of unarmed, or police killed plenty of white unarmed, unarmed people too, but maybe it's that they, they kill more unarmed black people, like disproportionately, though it's significantly more, but that's where the data comes in. Um, it's misleading to claim there's some kind of racial bias here, because even though uh, 37% of police deaths are African-Americans, 37% of violent crime is also African-American. So the, the amount of deaths is proportional, and there's been four studies that have found this to be the case, that there isn't a racial bias among deaths by police. Um, so there, it is disproportional in the fact that African-Americans only represent 13% of the population, but it is exactly proportional to the amount of violent crime. Um, there is a disproportion in the amount of uh, violence that police do on African-Americans is about 20%, but there's also a disproportional rate of killing or shooting of white people, which is, uh, I don't think, uh, closer to 20% also. So it's there is some disparity there, but it's not really that big of a deal when you compare that one is beating them and the other one is shooting them. It's kind of, I don't know which one of those you would prefer. Um, so this shouldn't be a Black Lives Matter issue. Why is this movement not about police brutality. Why isn't it about all lives? Why isn't it about the, what is the point of portraying this false narrative that it creates that this dissemination that African-Americans are disproportionately affected by violent shootings of police. If it wasn't for this false dissemination, the social relations between black and white people would not, would be less tense. Trust in police would be higher. Businesses across the nation might not have been spared or might have been spared the looting and destruction. I mean, there are a lot of problems that this narrative has caused and it's completely a myth. So I, I don't, I can't support that movement for that reason. I mean, the solution is that millions of Americans on the left need to realize that deadly police shootings happen to black people and white people alike. And as long as the critical mass race issue, they see this as a race issue, everybody of a black person being killed is yet another injustice in a long chain dating back to the hundreds of years ago in slavery. I mean, what should be done is that it's true that the police violence is an issue. I absolutely agree. It totally is. But the focus of Black Lives Matter shouldn't be police violence or police killings. There are lots of actual real race issues that Black Lives Matter should be focusing on, like uh, education system or the corruption in politics or common sense gun laws or voting rights and criminal justice reform. Those things are actually listed in the Black Lives Matter manifesto, but they're given a back seat to this myth that African-Americans are shot more than white people or at a disproportional rate or something. Um, so for that's the main reason I can't support Black Lives Matter. Another is the fact they don't propose any new ideas to solving these problems. They're just parroting the same other ideas that have been presented before. And, but they don't really do anything to create a change in politics. Like uh, even there's been a few major changes that have been caused due to them, like in the Minneapolis and a few other states have decided to change funding for the cops and there was one really interesting thing they did which was they got like 30 million dollars removed from funding for private prisons which was really great that's the greatest success i think they've had and they've also had an increase in body cams third-party complaint reviews uh the, they were talking more about qualified immunity and getting rid of those those are all good things that they've done increases in body cams but overall with the hundred million dollars or so that they've raised and the thousands of protests that they've uh accumulated they haven't really had that much of an impact and they haven't really been putting their money where their mouth is to actually like improve communities or to build schools or i mean i would think they should be using it on lobbying because we know the nra and other big government organizations can lobby and make change effectively make 
political change. Um, so if Black Lives Matter was really serious about changing policy, that would be the way to, to spend their money. And so for these reasons, I can't really support Black Lives Matter because it's founded on a myth. They don't have a good policy ideas. They don't really use their money well to make change in the world. It's just not really a useful organization from my perspective. And that's why I don't support Black Lives Matter. All right. Well, thank you, Tom. Uh, Jake, you can go ahead. Sure. Totally unaware that you wanted to do uh, 10 minute intros. I usually just do conversations, but that's fine. Um, <clears throat> so uh, one of the first things you said and you mentioned a few times is black people uh, killed um, at a, a what you consider a proportional rate, um, which is interesting. Um, the data doesn't bear that out whatsoever. 13 percent of the population experiencing um, half the police shooting deaths is not really the case here, um, or at least half the number that, that uh, white people do. So that's obviously disproportionate. And then if you say 37% of, um, of violent crimes are committed by black people, and that's proportional to the number of shootings or whatever, um, that's very obviously, and studies do show that that is uh, uh, due to um, the fact that they over-police those areas due to systemic racist issues that spawn back from, I mean, the very foundation of policing, which was to catch slaves and to uh, return them to their masters. Like the entire policing apparatus is in fact built upon the idea that black people are inherently more violent. And I would ask you, do you actually believe that black people are inherently more violent? Or do you think that maybe there is a correlation between number of poli police uh, uh, officers in an area and how often they would uh, catch a crime. You could also take into account the fact that uh, we often um, as a nation have cordoned off black populations into very um, um, compact living situations in poor neighborhoods due to things like redlining, not being able to have fucking home loans uh, until the 60s. Um, the civil rights movement in general had to happen before they could even um, have certain living situations that weren't in specifically black areas. So like to dismiss that is just really dumb. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just don't know how a person that, that uh, uh, can look at that data and, and not, not understand that that is obviously a systemic issue. It's like you think Martin Luther King existed for a little bit and then suddenly we defeat racism, Barack Obama exists and now it's good good to go. But like people are actively telling you because of the Black Lives Matter movement out loud, which they tried to do back in uh, when Obama was still in office, when Colin Kaepernick took a knee um, and other NFL players took a knee to try to bring uh, a voice to uh, a population of people that are outnumbered in this country, black people, in regards to their experiences with police officers. It's pretty ridiculous to say that um, the overwhelming report that you get from black communities insofar as their um, um, experience with police officers is concerned. It's weird to sit there and yawn and say, oh, uh, well, I dismiss your your experiences, your lived experiences, because, well, I looked at this number and it looks like it's fine without applying any sort of actual social like understanding or context to it. Like not everything is buried down in in, in like numbers and data, you have to understand the social context in which that data 
is is presented and maybe you don't understand that because you're a philosophy person but i come from a history background and you have to contextualize that stuff in regards to what people are talking about in the moral zeitgeist um insofar as the shootings uh many times you mentioned that shootings were justified i'd love to know uh, or ruled justified specifically i'd love to know if you stand by the idea that shootings can be justified and if you think it's reasonable for police officers to um, execute people in the street uh, prior to trial. Um, in any in any case, I'm assuming you would probably agree that it's fine in self-defense situations. But I'm wondering what your parameters are when in regards to self-defense, like um, like a uh, person of color um, with his hands up, sitting down on the ground, trying desperately to plead with police not to kill his autistic um, patient. Uh, and then getting killed himself. Do you think that that was a justifiable act? Or do you think that maybe his skin color made people act in a certain way, as studies do in fact show? Um, uh, uh, you also um, um, mentioned specifically that there's no like like actual change happening with Black Lives Matter, which is obviously incredibly reductionist and, and, and incorrect. I mean... Um, <laughs> You can make the face if you want, but uh, the fact that we are here talking about this, the fact that mainstream media is talking about the fact that that places that don't often have this dialogue about racial injustice are, in fact, having that dialogue is literally an indicator that there are changes happening um, just because something hasn't been legislated yet especially under this current administration, which would be highly unlikely regardless of the situation. Um, it doesn't mean that, that there's no action being taken, whether that's privately or if that's through legislative uh, action. There are, I mean, people are running literal political campaigns on the idea of defunding police or changing the idea of policing in general. Not, it's, it's, it's not not change because they haven't done it yet. It is, it is in the process of changing. Um, if you are if you are confused how that is the case, I don't understand how you you can ever like like if something is the in the, in the planning stage, it's not it's not an it's not a step toward change. That's very strange to me. Um, but right now, people are talking about defunding police or not just defunding police, but uh, abolishing police and restructuring it in a way that like say for instance in this in the in the scenario where the um, uh, person with the autistic patient uh, was shot dead in the streets by cops. Um, maybe there'd be social workers there to try to help understand the situation better than people armed with guns. Also, you don't mention or seem to care about the idea that uh, police are highly militarized and that obviously escalate situations. There's no mention of the Second Amendment and how we fetishize guns in the United States and how every person in America possibly being armed and concealed or open carried in the case of Philando Castile, for instance, he got shot for being a lawful gun owner, um, which is interesting um, and shows again a bias towards skin color in regards to that where uh, recently we just had the Kenosha shooter who actively killed two people, whether that was in defense or not. He was holding a live weapon. He had just fired it and discharged it, killing people, was able to walk toward police, not listening to their commands, and he wasn't shot dead in the street because they didn't think he was as much of a threat as someone that was, I don't know, hanging out next to his kids in a car trying to break up a fight, being shot in the back several times. Um, there's a lot of post hoc reaction when it comes to this kind of thing where you go, ah, yes, but look, this person had a criminal record, which you can't know at the time. So it doesn't really explain the reactions when the thing happens. Like when a shooting occurs, 
they don't necessarily know what the hell is going on in these situations, um, much in the way that uh, people justify the Kenosha shooters' uh, terrorist actions um, in regards to him killing a couple of people, and one of whom I believe was like a pedophile or something like that, or sex um, sex feed. I don't know. Doesn't really. I don't really think we should be killing people regardless of the crimes they've committed in the streets, um, unless it's again. Uh, a self-defense act and maybe it was in that scenario who knows um as far as other uh acts that are being taken place all nba um players have been really taking a lot of action here um specifically spearheaded by lebron james who is donating millions of dollars uh towards voting reform he is also um in his own communities in, Cle- in the cleveland area open schools he has promised uh black children the ability to uh uh due to the fact that a lot of the neighborhoods are impoverished due to um, how we pay for schools via property taxes and not really a way out. He has built schools in his area. He has um, recently, um, along with other NBA players, um, um, signed a petition and, and have uh, pledged money, actual physical money, um, towards uh, expanding um, voting in uh, every area around every NBA arena is going to be a voting location uh, for this next election. Um, There is obvious change happening. I mean, even the fact that you have Kamala Harris, who is a cop and is for the heavy incarceration of black Americans and not just black Americans, just everybody. She just wants to put people away in prison. Um, Her, her, her very famous speech uh, on that uh, where don't build schools, build prisons. Uh, Even the fact that they get to push her left on this issue. Um, even if it is pandering, is important. These are important things that we are we are discussing. Um, as far as uh, public support, um, overwhelmingly people support uh, Black Lives Matter. It's uh, uh, at least twenty five points up um, from the from the uh, uh, disapproval ratings. Um, most people agree that major police form is needed. Most people agree in general with Black Lives Matter. Um, some people specifically don't don't agree with. Um, aspects of rioting post um, curfew and uh, removal of statues and stuff like that. But that's kind of a separate debate because a lot of that is like more of an Antifa leftist movement, not necessarily a Black Lives Matter, although there is intersection in between those. Um, I don't know how long I've been talking. Is that enough? Are we good? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you guys are ready, uh, we can go into just the open discussion. Okay. Uh, yeah. First thing, I mean, like pretty much everything you said I didn't mention are literally things I mentioned like, the gun laws, I literally mentioned that one of the good things Black Lives Matter is advocating for is common sense gun laws. Um, the rule justified part. Gun laws. What? You just said I didn't mention the gun laws. What do you I, think are common, common sense gun that, laws? I'm just, let me go through these first. So the things you said I didn't mention, I did actually mention them. Like, so, Okay, I'm fine if I missed it. You talked a lot, and that's why that, I don't that, usually like fair. the open. You asked about things. rule justified. All of those cases I ruled justified were white people shot by cops. Mm-hmm. unjustified they, they were like just had their hands out their window and cops right, no them. this is what i'm talking about like it's fine that those are white people i agree that white people also get shot but uh do you think that there are ser- situations where cops are justified like like how on board sure, like with self-defense would probably be justified but so what's what but, kind but of what you mentioned after that was you said what this is a clear example of like the the guy trying to prevent the cops from shooting his uh, mentally handicapped friend. He said, this is a clear example of racial bias. And I'm like, well, no, it's not because like the same thing happens to white people too. 
at a higher rate. It has. If you take out per capita, of course, it happens at a higher rate. But obviously, as as smart individuals, you and I, we would never do such a thing. We would never just look at the data and go, ah, the number of people that are white right. are are higher than the number of people that are black that are killed. You'd have to look at proportional data. And of course, right. per capita, black people are killed at a much higher rate. We're, and again, you cited that the, Go back to that part. So you said it was like 50 percent. That's false it's 20. no 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 i'm 20%. saying i'm saying about half half the number of black people are killed to the number of white people killed by police officers it's roughly half you could look as it trends uh yeah that's, sometimes that's, that's sometimes accurate. it's 45% sometimes it's 55% yeah uh it goes around that's what i meant with that 50 okay 50%. okay so yeah it's not half of all it's just half of half compared to white people that's fine yes. but that's still proportional to the amount of violent it's, crime so i don't see why that it's not issue. proportional to the amount of violent crime it's proportional to the amount of violent crime that police interact with no i'm just yes. going off of the violent crime stats based on race yes because that's the amount of violent crime that people interact with right if you don't so if you don't if you're not interacting with violent crime because you're not policing white areas as much as you police black areas obviously you're going to find more crime in black areas Wait, do you agree uh are you saying there's like some kind of epidemic of violent crime that's not solved in white neighborhoods or something like i don't understand your argument there epidemic like you're saying no not necessarily what 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 because you're you're discounting the reasons that that crime would occur in the first place right because it sounds uh, like to me do you uh, think no, that i don't i don't care about the reasons why i'm just saying here's well, the here's reasons why the are crimes. are the whole reason no, 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 no. the reasons why are the only at all to my position so my position didn't mention the reasons why yet That's the reasons why well the reasons why are core to my position so you're going to have sure, to listen I'm sure to them. Are. sorry so, but so, so just let me go over my position and you can say yours. So my position is here's, here's the amount of violent crime, which is 37% yeah. for African-Americans. And the amount of African-Americans okay. shot by police is 37%. So that's okay, so let's stay on this right here. Okay. Okay. So do you, do you know what the reasons of crime are? Uh, there's lots of reasons of crime. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so do you think that it would, do you think that the reasons, the, in, the instigators of crime causing, uh, parameters in human experience. Do you think that black people experience those at higher rates or lower rates than they than white people? Uh, what? Okay. So, do you think that do you think that crime causing instigators are experienced more often by black people or white people? Um, per capita, you mean, right? So, at a higher rate, it affects poor, poor people more. And since African Americans make up more poor people, it affects African Americans more. Right. So yes, that's that tends to be correct. Also, population density tends to be an, uh, a factor. So when you have a systemic issue in regards to how we have housed uh, uh, black neighborhoods in the past and how they have moved forward, they don't have familial wealth until like I'm I'm in my 30s. The first generation of black individuals um, where you had the possibility of real familial wealth in any meaningful way, uh, they are my age. Right. So most people come from poor backgrounds if they are, happen to be um, specifically African-American in, in the United States. Do you agree? Sure. But that doesn't excuse crime. So I don't it's not know. an excuse of crime. It's a it's, it's like to explain it. crime. No, 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 no. It's so, so if they commit crimes, they should be policed more. That's just I see that as perfectly reasonable. I don't think we should cut back policing just because they had systemic depression in the past like if they commit the crimes so do you see how that feeds into it though do you see yes, do you see absolutely okay so do you so you 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 openly admit that that we over police these or you think we we accurately police these these neighborhoods uh because there is violent crime and then it further it furthers the cycle of the oppression Right. So if someone gets arrested for a crime and they're put in jail and they have a felony, then they can't get a job. And so they're more likely to go to crime. Absolutely. Okay. But, but you're, 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 
What was there a problem? Nor, with that? Yes, there's a problem with that because it seems to me that you don't understand that that is like literally the catalyst for causing the crime in the first place. Uh, what? So, so if they don't, if they're, not, they're not a felon, and then they do a crime and they get arrested and they become a felon. Right, but sometimes like a felony, a felony is something like a drug offense, right? So like the drug oh, right. wars, yeah, totally, particularly pointed. Absolutely. The, right, the but, but drugs is horribly immoral. So your solution to that is to continue to do the thing. You no. just said, okay. So what would your solution be in order Fix to the reduce, policies, like in the war on drugs, not in okay, the policing, so and the, in and correct the correct the policies. But the police are the people that carry out those sentences, and then they often end up in violent altercations due to those, the reasons that I cited before. So, so the police, that is objectively one of the problems. It's no, literally no, that's, the problem. That's proportional. Remember, that's the proportional amount of deaths to the amount of crime. The it problem isn't. is the policies, the bad policies, like the war on drugs. If we end that, that's going to solve a lot of the problems. And so we should end the policies in Washington. Yes, ending the police who support the policies isn't the problem. The problem is the policies, not the police. It literally is the problem, and they're telling you it's the problem, and what, it what? bears out. It what? It what? You said it is the problem? Like the policies are the problem. The police specifically carrying out other policies are the problem. The po so the, the policies don't exist in a vacuum, right? You have to have someone to carry out these these bad policies. So if you fix right, the but policies. Right, carry them out if the policies are gone. It seems though as though they can carry them out because there are a lot of unjustified killings, and you agree whether it's white people or black people, that they deem are justified that have no repercussion to the police at all. So you seem to think that on one hand – it's justified that they police these these policies in a way that actively harms black people and you agree. And on the other hand, you say they have obviously unjustified killings but face no repercussions and you think that's a policy issue and not a police issue. And it's very strange to me that you don't think that that's a obviously a policing issue when they are the police no, no, and the I way totally it's organized. Agree. I totally the agree there are police issues, but the police issues are an all lives matter thing. This doesn't disproportionately affect African-Americans. Like I said earlier, it, it does disproportionately exactly affect proportional to the crime. So the, the amount of cops here commit murder illegally proportional to the amount of crime there. Is, and the amount of cops here commit murder illegally proportional to the amount of crime there. There isn't like a, a racial divide there. It's just the amount of crime divide there. And the issue is the policies. If we fix the policies, like, more body cams, like uh, something else I mentioned that Black Lives Matter is advocating for. Um, getting rid of the qualified immunity, that would also be a good thing that something that Black Lives Matter is advocating for. There's lots of good policy changes we need to stop the police, but just stopping the police isn't the issue. It's the policies. It's not proportional. I know you keep saying that, but it's not proportional. Like, so for instance, if you have a couple children and you keep your eye on one of the children and you don't keep your eye on the other one of the children, the odds that that, that both are doing bad stuff every once in a while because they just happen to be kids, it makes sense. Like, it's the same way with human beings sure. as they grow into adulthood. The more you monitor a situation, the more often you're going to find them to infract certain things that shouldn't be happening. Now... Sure. Again, specifically in regards to the drug war, in regards to the way that we house black people in the United States, all of these, these, these things systemically head towards making not only uh, crime more likely in, in, in impoverished areas and in high, high population density areas, but also catching that crime and also making policies that – make you a criminal even if you're not doing anything necessarily unethical. And then you add into the uh, I, the idea that police have this carte blanche thing. It does obviously affect 
black people at a disproportionate level, not just because you say, oh, they commit 30% or 37% of violent crime. That's not necessarily what we have to look at. We have to look at more than just that. You have to contextualize it because they only, ca they only catch 37% uh, or they only catch that rate of crime because they are there that much. And I know that you you rebutted earlier with, well, is there an epidemic of white crime like that? The difference is the use of lethal force proportionate when they see that because 37% of all violent crime being black people is not all of the crime. And if you right. say, so what's the, what's the proportion of white crime that is violent? How much, what's the percentage of, of, so you know you know the what's how much thirty seven percent minus uh hundred. So, so white people white people do all the other violent crime. I'm actually lumping in um, African Americans and Hispanics together. It's only so it's it's yeah all the other violent crime is mostly white people. Okay, so you lumped in Hispanics as well, which is weird. Minorities, but... I just it's just the stats. So yeah, so um okay. the the amount of white people killed by cops who are usually innocent is right. proportional. Okay, so it's not crime. proportional. It's not no, proportional. It is, it is. So, so no, because the amount of violent crime they do is the amount of times interaction that they have with the police that lead to be murders. So, yes. So do you have thing. the actual statistics of how many violent crimes black people commit? Uh, or do you only the have FBI the minority? Stats, yes. Do you only do you only have the minority? No, I, I, they're on the FBI stats. Like I don't have them on my hands. Yes, I do have them. Why would you use the minority stats in regards to a Black Lives no, Matter? No, no, no. I'm just lumping them together. You can. They I know. Have both well, it doesn't seem very prudent, I guess. But okay. So let's just say that's the case. Doesn't make a difference at all to my argument at all. That's actually a stronger case against your position. But okay. So, yes, based off everything in the stats, the the number of deaths on white people and black people from police is exactly proportional to the amount of violent crime. Yes, this actually leans more towards uh, white people. Because like 50% of murders, for example, are committed by African-Americans. It doesn't. Be <laughs> okay, so you have a population of uh, roughly 42 million uh, black individuals of the 344 million. Um, so the, the rest of the population mostly is like 290 million people are white. Of those 290 million people in 2019, 370 were killed by cops. Of 44 million, 235 were black that were killed by cops. I mean, just quit. You don't even have to do the math in your head to know that one is obviously disproportionately black people get killed more often in interaction with police. It doesn't mean that they commit crimes at an they, – they, mo most people commit crimes at roughly the equal rates, including drug offenses, including violent no, crimes. that's everything. false. That's no. Objectively false. They literally have the stats to show that's false. That – <laughs> okay. Rates of crime are not the same per race. African Americans commit fifty percent of murders in everyone in America. Thirteen percent of the population, fifty percent of murders. They do not commit crimes at the same rate. That's just I don't think false. you're understanding what I'm saying. I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying, and it's kind of disappointing. So, two hundred ninety million people committing. Why do the numbers matter here? Like I'm talking about the. Why percent. do the numbers? I want the percents. Like you're, you're confusing the per capita thing you mentioned earlier that yes. we're not going to do. So, so three hundred and seventy people. Of 290 is a statistic. Okay. Okay. Do you want, I mean, do you need me to do that? I'm math not sure. Course? Again, I'm not sure what that is you're per saying. capita. That is so, per capita. So 370 out of 290 million. Yeah. Yeah. So again, okay. I'm not sure what you're saying. So that's how many, the amount of, what I'm saying is if you commit a crime and you are a white person, you are less likely to die in your interaction with police, statistically speaking based on the population versus the amount of crime that you create and, and the number of, the number of, uh, of people that just get shot. Like, like 
you are less likely if you are white based on just demographics, just demographics to be killed. Yes, because there's less interactions with police because you live in a less criminal neighborhood. Though that doesn't in any way. Are you equating poor with criminal? What? Are you equating poor with criminal? Uh, poor neighborhoods are more criminal. Yes, not necessarily the case, but it is the case. Because you're, right? you're, you're like literally thirteen fiftying right now. I, I don't really care what your opinion is. I care what the facts are. So again. As I the said, the facts before, don't bear that out, though. That's not the case. What do you mean the facts don't bear that out? The amount of people shot by police is exactly proportional by community based on the number of violent crimes committed I mean, by the community. Like, I don't get where this doesn't bear out. That's literally a one to one. There are literally four papers I have lists that demonstrate this in every possible category. I can't tell if, if, if it's like a class reductionist thing, like you don't really understand that, or if it's. I'm not making any reductions. It's simply the, this community commits this much crime. This community has this many interactions with police and which lead to violent deaths. There's, there's no racial bias here. It's just they have that many interactions with police because there's that much crime there, which lead to deaths. Yes, absolutely. Disproportionately, like based not on just exactly the, the proportionally based it's on not the exactly proportional, it's exactly proportional based on the crime. So crimes happen here. Police have police interact with people there a lot more, obviously. So it's proportional to the amount of crime. I just don't know how to get over this hump when, when you just like, like it's clearly not. What, what do you mean it's clearly not? Like it, which part of the facts that I listed are not accurate? Do, do African-Americans commit 37% of violent crime? Are African-Americans 37% of the victims of police shootings? Yes or no? Which one of those facts is wrong? Which one of the facts, specifically in regards to the amount, the population of white people versus black people, if you interact with, if you have a negative interaction with the police, you are more likely per capita to be killed if you are black. It's not. It's not saying who commits the most. What? The, it, so, so again, how, which how one of confusing? my facts was wrong? Which one of my facts was wrong? Thirty-seven percent of violent crime done by African Americans. Thirty-seven percent of victims of police shootings African American. Which part of those facts is wrong? The entire thing. They're not. They're not facts. What? Literally from the FBI you're, crime stats. Holy like, how shit, are they dude. not facts? You're, it's impossible for you to contextualize them. It's like you're looking at them I, the way that... I'm not contextualizing them. They're just facts. I, I, so, I know you're not contextualizing them. It's very inappropriate to not contextualize something. You can't something. say a fact is wrong because I didn't contextualize it. It's still a fact. It's still true. But so it doesn't... No, 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 no. But, but the fact doesn't... If you contextualize it, it doesn't say the same thing, right? Because it's no. like it's like saying, uh, "Are you familiar with basketball?" It's like saying, "It's like saying, ah, look, this person shot really. 30, 30 times. Okay, they made thirty field goal attempts, and 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 they made twenty of them. They are uh, an amazing shot. But if you take into the fact that uh, they were uh, within five feet, that makes it not as impressive as if they were like 15 feet away from the hoop. This is this is a this is a, a big deal, or maybe baseball, or maybe you don't like sports at all. Maybe uh, parkour doesn't have stats. Otherwise, I'd, I'd give them to you. But like, I, I, I did, you have to add context to stats, or they're just numbers floating around that you can make you can make say whatever you want to not take into account any systemic issues at all with these statistics is fucking abhorrent and it's lazy. No, it's just the facts. Like it isn't just the facts. Just irrelevant to the data. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's completely gibberish nonsense. No, it's like Nothing saying it, you said is relevant. It's like looking at it's like looking at temperatures that range from from 1900 to 2000 
and not taking into account the factors that would increase the global temperature. She's going, I guess the Earth's just no, getting warmer. Like that at all. It's it literally is because if you just not. if you just look at the numbers of heat uh, 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 in the United States, just just in the United States, if you just look at if you just look at temperatures from 1900 to 2000, this isn't you, supporting your position at all. You're hundred percent. It's not just gibberish. You know, you just, I think you need to listen. What you just said. I just, there are I think you need to listen. published papers. It doesn't matter because there's, there's also published papers that disagree with that. Fine, so I mean, to me. what are they? It's like, it just, I've looked at them. They're not, they're not. Yeah. I've looked at them. I found these papers. I've been looking at them all the time. These four papers I have are the most cited. The do you want to, so, so, so do you agree or disagree that it would be irresponsible to just say the earth is getting warmer? We don't know why. Or do you think it might be important to contextualize things in regards to global warming when it comes to the t- statistic of the overall heat of the earth growing, right? Like, yeah, I think know, it would be very warmer. Like we know why it's getting warmer. And we know right. why With, because you put it in police more because, because you put it criminal. in context. Ah, yes. There, if there is a cause. And I just being, told you that you need to add context to it. I just added it. the context. You're trying to add gibberish context. That doesn't it's not matter. gibberish so context, context to add systemic to, no, 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 to, no, no, no. The context to tell you that there is systemic reasoning behind the idea that they're over policed doesn't in yes. any way change the position because I didn't say anything. It 100% does. If there is more crime in an area, the the area is going to be more police. That is the cause. And if the area is more police, that's going to lead to more police. It's shootings. correlation. Obviously. That, no, that's causation. That's literally causation. If there's more crime, there will be more police. Causation. And if there's more police, there's going to be more police shootings. Causation. The problem is the amount of crime, not the police. The problem is, so you're, again, you're putting an inherent amount of crime on black individuals. No, I'm putting an inherent amount of crime on certain individ- in certain communities that have an inherent amount of crime. Okay, so there what is you, this what amount you, of crime in this community, which is a measurable And thing, again, it's a systemic cause. Do you agree? Yes, there are lots of causes okay, that we so, need to address, which is not the police. And that is what Black policy. Lives Matter is approaching, and that's why it's important. That's why it's not an all lives matter situation. You just what? agreed with me. No, it is an all lives matter because it does affect all lives. It is, and I said before that there are Black Lives Matter doesn't discount all lives for the record. What Black Lives Matter does is it says, please shine a spotlight on this aspect of pain that a specific minority group in the United States is experiencing. I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's like saying, ah, my hand is bleeding. You go, I don't know, all limbs matter, but the, the bleeding in the hand has to be addressed or you just bleed out. You need to make sure that you address this point. Yes, we agree. You also need your left hand if your right hand is bleeding. No one disagrees that, that wasn't with that. That was part of my objection. My objection was is just because uh, we are at a fiery point. I'm going to go in two-minute intervals. So we do this once in a while. And so we'll give Tom two minutes. Then we'll go back to you, Jake, for two minutes. And we'll keep flipping back and forth. So, again, my contention with Black Lives Matter is that they – claim there is a disproportional effect to African-Americans, which is objectively false. If you compare it to the rate of crime, it is exactly proportional. It doesn't disproportionately affect African-Americans. That's the fact I'm disagreeing with. Obviously, police crime is an issue. I totally agree, and we definitely need to solve that. And, and there's policy issues that we definitely need to solve, and there's on, there are like on the back burner of Black Lives Matter agenda. Yes, those are good things they should be focusing on, not the police shootings of African-Americans. They should be focusing on police shootings. Those are an issue for everyone and pro- exactly proportional to the amount of crime in the communities that have those police because of the amount of crime. This is, this is not like a serious, like just all of the facts bear this out. Maybe we'll do one minute intervals. That was about 45 seconds. Well, without, 
Jake. Without context, uh, obviously it would. But you ha- you 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 seem to not understand the cascade effect of the idea that if you over police a situation, like if you over police black communities that are already systemically caused to be poor, then you're going to find minor infractions. People are going to end up with with speeding tickets. They're going to end up not being able to afford certain things. They're going to have to turn to crime to afford the idea, the fact that they are being policed more often. This is just a th- like literally every black experience in America has has someone if, if they don't experience it themselves they know somebody that has experienced this where the the systemic oppression of police officers being in their area and focusing on them specifically due to their skin color and the neighborhood they live in while it does certainly affect people of poverty all over people of poverty are not profiled in the same way that black people are it cascades because you have people that get put away for minor offenses. Now they can't get a job or now they, they're making less money for their family. They already don't have familial wealth. They don't have, a, they don't have a system that can back them up. We don't have any social safety nets to help these people. It would of course make more crime. And then when you add more police to more crime, it doesn't help. It obviously isn't the answer to it. More policing is not the answer. The answer is to address specifically poverty, voting rights, housing, uh, healthcare, job creation, all of these things that Black Lives Matter actively advocates for out loud all the time, but you seem to be dismissing these things because you saw a statistic on FBI, it sounded like a coherent thing, it seems very um, um, reasonable to think that way, but you you totally rip away any of the context that's necessary to even parse that data. It doesn't make any sense at all. It'd be, it'd be like looking at exit polls and, and not really reading their their nuanced opinion of the of the actual candidate, rather just who they're going to vote for, or who they aren't. Like you need to know more of these things. You need to know things about the policy decisions that someone would know would 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 like to see out of a candidate, for instance. Like you need to contextualize these things. The fact that you don't contextualize these things, it it's like it's just straight up ignorance, and it's just playing into the hand of something on the far right that is uh, very harmful to the black community in general. I got to give Tom two minutes to match it. Go ahead, Tom. So yeah, that's just objectively false. You just have a diluted perception of reality. Like, no, the context is the amount of crime. The amount of police is directly proportional to the amount of crime. Does that lead to a negative reinforcement cycle? Absolutely. But the solution isn't stop the police. It's stop the crime, which of course isn't going to be stopped by more police. I agree with you there. The solution is fix the policies. As I mentioned earlier, yes, Black Lives Matter does have a lot of other issues, which are the issues they should be focusing on, not the police brutality. That is my issue is that they're focusing on this myth of police brutality against African-Americans when it's just police brutality proportional to the crime, which happens to everyone all over the place because there are bad policies everywhere. The goal should not be to focus on police brutality. It should be to fix those issues that you mentioned, which I totally agree with, not the police brutality. That isn't the issue. The issue is the crime and to fix the crime, you need to fix the policies. And the police brutality is something they want to stop in the meantime while the policies are being fixed. Like they're literally being, they're literally being targeted and shot. It's, it's, it's not a good thing. And they, they do it in ways that, that are abhorrent to like, even the most, even the most like, like jaded individuals. Like you see someone just get shot with their kids in the car. Like this happens definitely to white people. It doesn't happen as often 
but you, you disagree because you don't know how to parse that statistic at all. You just don't understand it. And that's okay, I guess, but like, there's just no way we're going to get past that because you just, you don't understand contextualizing things uh, when it regards to statistics because you don't have the background for it, which is fine. Like, like I, I can't, I can't teach you how to do that during this period of time. Like it, uh, I went to school for it and and it i it's just it's so blatantly obvious it's strange to even have to describe to you why it's important to contextualize data like that but you you're like no i don't need that i just have the numbers and it's just it's wild i, I don't even like it doesn't seem to make any sense at all to keep harping on these two points I, i'm happy to take questions if we need to unless you want if you need something else from me but you just like absolutely are not like prepared to add context We've got a challenge. Well, I no, so don't... I wanted to definitely comment on that. So actually, I'm more qualified than you in this. You don't understand how to parse the data. I do, which is why I'm researching the academics in the field who have done so and have parsed the data and have mm -hmm. qualified it that it is really the crime that is the relevant factor here. The amount of police is proportional to the amount of crime. And yes, obviously, they're going to make more stupid mistakes if there's more police there. The relevant data of all of the academics in the field who have researched this and have published papers, for the most cited ones, are agreeing with my assessment of the data. Yours is just a diluted one based on like SJW nonsense that doesn't correspond to the data. SJW I understand nonsense. Exactly it's based on literal about. historical precedents. Take it up with the historians and economists who all prove you wrong. So that's because I'm actually interested in the real data. The historians the and economists I, I, don't disagree with 30, me. 30, 30 seconds in. Yeah. They, they do disagree with you. That's why most of the academics cite the sources I listed, which do say there isn't a disproportional amount. It is exactly proportional to the crime. There is, isn't, there is no contextualized nonsense of this other stuff you're mentioning. That's all other data for other topics. The one that matters is where the crime. The crime is the problem because that's where the cops are going to be, obviously. So no, like your, your facts and understanding of the data and contextualization is just wrong. You don't understand the academic work in the field. Sorry. You're, you're like literally an armchair philosopher. It's wild. Like uh, it's, it's, it just isn't, you can't, again, you just said you like, you can't, th those are, those are points of data for other topics. Like, no, like it literally bleeds all the way down to the foundation of the country. And if you can't understand that, then like, like there's no, there's no wonder you have this stance you, because you can't think on a, on a long systemic lens. You have, it seems like you're incapable of it because you just say, ah, the crime, but like there's causes to that. Like it's, you're forcing you're forcing individuals into a situation where under capitalism and, 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 and under, under systemic oppression, they are forced to take certain actions that you would find to be criminal and you would find to be unethical in, in your quote, stupid decisions. But in their case, it's like having to do things for survival, which doesn't, I, I don't know how you, how you can't even look at through an ethical lens. You're only doing it like morality, like stealing is bad. Is stealing bad? Is stealing medicine for a, for a child a good thing? Yes, probably. Depends. Like these are ethical dilemmas and, 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 and you just have like a 37% statistic and you're unwilling to, to involve yourself in the broader thinking of the, of the societal issue at hand, which is, I mean, do you? 
no, you weren't listening at all to anything I said, because I agree with you that all of those other things, the causes of crime, those are things that we need to focus on. Those are the things we should be. Right. And your solution on. to it is I do it, still have Tom is uh, just starting yet. So, so I agree with you. Those other issues are the things we should be focusing on, not the police. Like if we just uh, eradicated all the police, just abolished America completely and just started a new country called uh, whatever a stand. And we said, okay, well, we need to police certain areas. What areas should we police? Well, we should police the ones with the most crime. And so we're going to put the police in the areas with the crime. That's not, the past issues don't matter. It's the crime that matters. Now, I agree that those past issues are things we need to fix, but we don't fix them by getting rid of the police. Like the police have problems. We definitely need to fix many of the problems in the police for everyone. But the solution to the, the solving to benefit African-American communities is solving the crime by solving education and voting <clears throat> rights and so, gerrymandering and political, political corruption. Those things are absolutely what you should be focusing on. Again, you've, you've totally ripped the context. Away. When, you, when you hear someone say abolish the police, you think they don't want anything in place of the police? No, that's well, abolish means that, but demonetize means no. Like, so abolishing means, yeah, you get rid of all of it. But that's not okay, what sure. people normally say. But that's not this. So abolish the police is a shorthand, right? Uh, I don't think it's abolish. Abolish isn't the word they use. They use a different word. They just defund. Defund the Defunding police. Defunding the police is another word. De defund use. does not mean get rid of. Defund means separate the funding to different segments of the community. They decrease the funding. Abolish would mean get Absolutely. rid of. Absolutely. Well, as someone who val values liberty, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really want more police. I, I never said anything about more police. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't want less police then. Right. 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 I wouldn't ask for less. You think we're at the exact sweet spot of policing? Um, the amount, I'd say. How do you, how do you quantify that? Policies. Yeah, I, just, I have no idea. How do you quantify the Goldilocks zone of police? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I just was just going with what you said there. So I don't know either. So how can you say that having fewer police would be bad if you don't know uh, of what number of police is good? No, I'm saying that's not the solution. The solution is how to do you know that's not the policies, not the number of police. Like, Why isn't that having, the solution? Having ten perfect police who never do anything wrong versus having one police is not going to make a difference. The problem isn't the number of police; it's the bad policies and the bad actions of police. Those are the problems. It's like it's literally the number of police wouldn't make a difference one way or the other if they just did their job right. So, so the problem is is the policies. Right, and in the meantime, they're like, please don't kill us while we do that. Yeah, yeah everyone's like that because they kill everyone exactly proportional to the amount of police that are there. Okay, but black people have been at the hands of it for longer. Even uh, if even what? even if it's all if it's been one to one. For, for the last, I don't know, however long you think it's been one-to-one. -one. I, I mean, it obviously hasn't, but they've been they've been experiencing disproportionate uh, violence from the police since the inception of police. Well, they definitely used to experience more violence from the police, disproportionate, that's when for did, sure. Okay, so when did that stop? Uh, whenever the statistics show, I would have to like look at the data to try and figure out when it was proportional, but we can look at the data and show that uh, police brutality has actually been going down since the 1990s, the number of people shot by police has been going down the number of crimes committed has been going down like everything's been balancing out for like the past 30 years so for 30 years it's been like moving closer to being balanced for the past 30 years like just crime stats in general have been going down for the past 30 years i don't, I don't know at what point it became even but the crime stats from at least 2015 show it's exactly proportional the amount of people shot by police are exactly proportional to the amount of crimes Okay. We're just saying the same things over and over. Yeah, pretty much.
We have a challenge right now. Uh, if there are any What's other YouTube creators out there, like Tom, if you could do me a favor and jump into your YouTube studio right now, I can't get to the super chats beyond the ones that it shows when you first look at it. So, for example, I go into super. How do we do that? Like, how would we actually see the super chats other than the ones that are just in the chat right now? So you go into your creator studio, you go down to usually on the left side of the screen, you have tabs, one of them being monetization. You click see all, and then I can't see all. It just comes up as blank. And I'm not sure if it's me or other creators, but I've tried it on both devices and we have a challenge. So yeah, mine show up. Huh. Let's see. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening, but let me try another browser. I can try Firefox on my other device, but this is looking challenging. I think in the worst case scenario, we'd have to ask everybody to basically as a normal chat, put in their question, let us know it was one of the super chats and we just have to go on the honor policy and read those because Right now, I can hopefully access this, and sorry, folks, I honestly don't know what to do. So, Jake, do you know if you're able to access, like... I if, can't access that, though. No, I mean, like, if I'm the only creator, I don't know why I'd be the only account, though, that would have this problem. Oh, well, I, I haven't streamed on YouTube in quite some time, so... Gotcha. I would know how that works. supers um we can see like the last five because it'll always show the most recent you start with those i guess you're right we'll have to do that i can't see the all of them though in their entirety uh let me see if i can do this has anybody if there's anybody in the live chat any commute or uh creators that have had this problem we uh and knows how to fix it I have no idea. It's just seems like a weird YouTube thing. But let me see what I can pull up here. You can set it on OBS to like tag all of them for you. So it just saves them in the background later and you can't do it now. You'll have to do it in the future, but you can set OBS to save all the super chats for you. We will have to do that in the future because this is just not working. Uh, so, folks, I hate to ask this. I know it's a pain, but if you guys can, as a normal chat, tag me with at Modern Day Debate and ask your question and just let us know. We have to use the honor system and read through as many as we can. Sorry, folks. I honestly am, like, totally bummed at YouTube. So uh, just in the uh, chat... Let me know. We want to make sure that your super chat, we know that you're actually doing that. Um, like you're not trying to just throw money out there. And so you want your comment read. And so, so yeah, just put it as a normal chat. Obviously it wouldn't make sense. I hope it makes sense that don't do it as a super chat. We can't access those. So just put it as a normal chat and let us know. Uh, let's see. 
someone just did a super chat. Should we read that as it goes or just <laughs> I guess have do the honor policy? If or... you could read it and I'll try to troubleshoot over here. Thanks for that. Appreciate it, Ruby. Yeah, no problem. All right. So clever to swear donated $10 and says BLM is not just uh, police brutality, let alone one shooting stat. When it comes to non-lethal violence, arrests adjusted for crime rate, amount of severity and sentencing is disproportionate against blacks um, adjusting for crime rate. So I think they're just saying that it's uh, an issue that extends into all different aspects of the criminal yeah, justice system. We couldn't even get into sentencing. So, but yes, um, it's disproportionately uh, misaffects uh, black individuals. We do have another one. This one, Ophir says, I'm trusting you all. Says, uh, let's see. Yeah, that's more of just a surface level insult. I'm going to skip on that one. <laughs> We're looking for like legitimate questions. So um, if it's something like, you know, we get some weird stuff. Uh, and so we're looking for like serious questions. If you can do that for us. Didn't you say there were like five super chats you could read? I can see like the first half of them, but they like Start run off those. the screen to the right side. Oh, oh, I gotcha. Let me, what I'm going to do is, uh, we do have other ones. And so Ruby, uh, what I'm going to do is call praise. Cause he actually has access to our, he has access to the YouTube channel, whether that's smart or not, but if you can read, uh, so for example, one just came in from a person with, I think that's like the Chinese communist phrase, uh, flag. Uh, if, if you're able to see that in chat and I'm going to call praise and see if he can access the super chats. For All right, I'll, I'll read the me. ones that I see here. Um, all right. Jonathan Depu at modern day debate. Can TJ Ump or Tom give a brief account of policing in the U S and how that might impact our present understandings of policing. So that's for you, Tom. Give an account of policing and how that under like, does he mean like the historical disproportional policing against African-American communities that definitely happened. It's definitely a real thing. I mean, I don't dispute any of the racism that has happened and there's lots of racism that happens today. The issue is like, what should the focus be? And my contention is that the amount of police shootings is not disproportionately affecting African-Americans. It's exactly proportional to the crime. Uh, so that issue isn't the one Black Lives Matter should be focusing on. They should be focusing on the other things that like all the things Jake mentioned, like crime, like, um, uh, fixing education, fixing healthcare, fixing the voting rights, fixing corrupt politics. All of those things would be great topics for them to be like their flagship topic. The one they're actually, there is their actually flagship topic just isn't factually correct. All of those are topics that Black Lives Matter routinely As I mentioned about. in my opening, those are other secondary topics. It's just not their main I think topic. they're equally as important. I mean, they get talked about just as much in black spaces. I don't know if you talk to like people involved in Black Lives Matter, but maybe maybe you should. I think you'd, you'd be a little illuminated on it. Yeah, I do, actually. I'm part of several of the groups here. Well, I mean, they, they, you, I'm glad because they, they discuss these things all the time, specifically in regards to like cash bail, specifically in regards to like sentencing issue, issues, in regards to targeted policing, all those sorts of things. Yeah, but again, the main issue, like if you just ask any person, what is Black Lives Matter issue, you're going to say police brutality and shooting African-Americans. That's the problem I'm having. Like if, they, if the other things were the big issues, that'd be great. I'm totally for it. 
It's just not this one, which is factually incorrect. It's because that one is the most visceral one when they they kill people. It's hard to it's hard to show people systemic injustice on the the news screen. Like it's hard, but it's very easy to show you stepping on the neck of a person and murdering them. Right, which happens to white people too. As I yeah, mentioned. and that and that gets that gets reported too. Uh, but it, no, all it right, do you guys want to move on to the to the next question? This one's from El Greco, and I'm assuming it's for Jake. It says. Men are shot by police disproportionately. Does that mean that the mm-hmm. police are misandrist? Does it mean that that the police are misandrist? Well, there's obviously a problem. I, I think if I think if you think you're gonna gotcha me because like you're you might be an MRA or something, you think I'm like a like a hardcore feminist or something, it's gonna be weird. But I think I think uh, men have a bunch of problems that we need to be able to address. Um, specifically in regards to something like toxic masculinity, um, which perpetuates stuff like this. Um, which doesn't mean that masculinity is toxic. It just means that there are aspects that we associate with masculinity that tend to be toxic. For instance, the idea that a man needs to be particularly aggressive or needs to be, uh, you know, any anything. It all forms into gender roles. There are aspects of toxic femininity as well and all things in regards to gender roles. But a lot of that, yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree that uh, um, men are, are also uh, perpetrators of crime at a higher rate. And there's uh, aspects of our society that we need to... Uh, uh, like address in general, like uh, consent is a huge one. We don't talk about consent and a lot of rape happens and or sexual assault in general. And that's a big problem as well. So, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to call that misandry, you, you can. Um, well, I think he's asking for what's the difference? Why is it in that case, there's all these other social issues and it's not just, well, we should just cut back on policing. Yeah, I don't think people should be arrested and policed at the rate they are. I totally disagree with that. I am I am very on the on the side of freedom. I'm not one for like, oh yes, please daddy, put me in the put me in the jail cell because I, I sped in my car too quick. I think maybe we could do a much more reasonable way to police our neighborhoods that don't include fining poor people, putting people in jail that can't afford fines putting out warrants for arrests for people that do minor infractions that they can't pay for plenty of stuff. I'm pretty much only for violent offenders being put in uh, any sort of uh, prison cell because it doesn't make sense. There's no reform. It's all punitive. It doesn't have to do anything with, uh, James, with, with the way yourself. Yeah. It doesn't have yeah, anything yeah. to do with, uh, with uh, making the world a better place it has to do with basically penalizing poor people and making money off of the labor of other people. Um, specifically in regards to uh, uh, how we treat uh, slave labor in the prisons, and it's it's not good. All right, so I've got an, another question for Jake. This is from Layman, uh, and he said, did you bring studies with peer-reviewed citations to give Tom the context he needs rather than moral posturing and ad homs? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of those things, but I most people, when you're in debates, like, you like you don't want to just like read each other's papers because that's not really what it's about. It's about arguing on behalf of the statistics. But if you are interested in them, I can send them your way. Um, I have a big thing that we didn't even get into, which is the misreporting of police reports in general that the FBI has been investigating since 1929. Um, the FBI, in fact, has like totally um, taken over, for instance, like Chicago's crime statistics in 2013. Um, they they dismissed them and had to redo them on behalf of, of Chicago PD because they just underreport crime and, 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 and change, uh, change a lot of parameters. Uh, the corruption within police is not like a secret in America. We're all pretty well aware that, uh, uh, these there's, there's, uh, 
not always the most above board uh, way to determine crime. Uh, they have uh, a lot of places. Uh, it's how the police departments uh, maintain money is by making sure that they uh, can can uh, uh, give tickets out and make sure crime happens. And then again, if you're targeting poor areas like a black community, for instance, you're going to have people that can't afford like a $150 ticket and they're going to end up with a warrant and then they're going to end up arrested and just it feeds into itself yet again. So uh yeah, if you're interested in any of that stuff, I have I have plenty of articles. I have some peer-reviewed stuff. Uh, I mean, just it's all over the place. Um, specifically relating to the topic, like, do you have those? Yeah, specifically relating to the topic. Yeah, it just like, depends uh, on depends on how 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 important uh, context is to you from a systemic basis. Yeah, if, if you have papers that show that there is a disproportionate amount of African Americans who are shot compared to whites, <sighs> yes, I would like to see those. It's not just about sh- okay. All right. Do you want to do the next question? (laughs) This one's for Tom. It's uh, why is it that you ignore the cause of systemic racism and only focus on the FBI stat numbers? Don't you think there's greater cause for those numbers? And this is basically what you guys have been going (laughs) in a circular argument for a while. Yes, yes, there is greater cause in those numbers. But the question is, is, what is the solution? What are we doing to fix the numbers? And the solution isn't cut back on police. The solution is fix the policies, fix the bad things. Um, so that's the focus is my concern. Like I definitely agree policing, police are bad. There are definitely corrupt police all over the place and they definitely do things to all people. We should fix that for sure. But the focus should be on like fixing the crime, fixing the things that are really destroying everything in society, like the politics. The fixing the police isn't even like in the top hundred of the biggest issues that you should be focusing on. I mean, again, it's it's just the sexy one that the news talks about because it's easy to show someone getting killed. But I mean, like there's a bunch of discussions within Black Lives Matter, including but not limited to like the 13th Amendment, for instance, which uh, allows slave labor, labor, labor in prisons. Um, private prisons are a big thing. Cash bail, like I mentioned before, like like Black Lives Matter is literally a movement about systemic racism on a broad scale it is not limited to. The shootings, I don't know why I have to keep repeating that. I understand that it is the sexy topic that is uh, the most visceral. It's the most, it's the most um, distinguished. It's, the, it's, it's easiest to illustrate. You can just show a dead black person being shot. And uh, it's, it's just another one of the facets of living a black life in America. It's a part of the lived experience. And I mean, it's, it, it's weird to me that like, I guess you're so fixated on that specific thing because that's not what the debate is. The debate is all lives versus black lives, not do like the specific, the specificity of like shooting deaths. That's one aspect of the BLM movement that you are very fixated on. And it doesn't seem. I did productive. mention all of those things in my opening here. Are the good I'm things. aware, but every time I bring them up, you're like, you la- I literally just, you ask for papers and I'm like, I have a lot of systemic uh, papers that would back up everything I said. And then you go, yeah, but what about the, the, the people that get shot? Like, you just well, yeah, keep going back I, to I it. agree with a lot of the things Black Lives Matter does do. I don't disagree with them on everything. So bringing up the topics I agree with them on is not interest not doesn't interest me. Like I, I agree with you. So what about the thing I don't agree with you on? That's the important one. All right. Um so General Balzac says, uh, what is Jake's historical knowledge? What books and papers have you read to inform your worldview? I mean, I have a degree in history. Is it? Do you want more? 
I don't. Uh, I don't. I, what specific <laughs> books have you read? I don't know. Fire in a Cane Break by Laura Wexler. There's a good starting point as far as voter suppression is involved with uh, with uh, systemic issues in regards to uh, black individuals having the legal right to vote. But obviously, if you have uh, white people that are um, stopping you from doing so. Uh, uh, well, that's not going to happen, is it? You're not going to be able to vote. It's active voter suppression, not sanctioned by laws, not anything like that. But you can't just because the civil rights movement happened doesn't mean we beat we beat racism. It seems very, very idiotic to do. And there's like Black Wall Street is a thing that's gotten some mainstream popularity recently. But uh, look up North Carolina and how that community had to deal with uh, a, a few very similar um, actions. Um, look up uh, Detroit race riots. Go ahead and do that. Like like there's so there's so many aspects of this country that are like are rooted deeply within racism and like if it makes you uncomfortable as a white person okay that's uh, what you can do or you could just like read about it and understand and like take people at their word like here are my experiences these are my bad experiences isn't it interesting that that like being black in america makes you subject to negative experiences for an immutable aspect of yourself like it's the same thing as is is you know, not understanding that you're privileged to have been born in America rather than somewhere that's incredibly poor, like, uh, I don't know, a, a very urban set of India or something um, where, you know, you have to scrounge for, for, for food and stuff. Like, like it's just basic stuff that, like, I don't know, maybe you need to go to school for or just – I think I, the internet is free. You, you can you can, you can can hop on some McDonald's Wi-Fi and go on Wikipedia and learn a bunch. So I, I strongly suggest if, if you are made uncomfortable or you – or if your initial reaction is like, ah, I'm not racist. Um, I think, I think maybe like, just, just like try to learn and try to listen to people. It's, it's, it's a much better situation. And if, and if you uh, still disagree, you can happily jump on over to my chat and I'll uh, explain to you why you're wrong. All right. So we've got James Labrado just donated $20. Thank you, James. I uh, said, Jake, what do you make of the Marxian Marxist motives of BLM and Antifa? <laughs> That ideology has historically never ended in the proposed outcome of equity and happiness. It's just created a new bourgeoisie. Uh, well, I mean, I, there are some people that are absolutely Marxists within uh, any left-wing movement, most likely. Um, I wouldn't say that Black Lives Matter is explicitly a Marxist movement, as many people that are members of it don't consider themselves communists and more likely probably sock dems um like uh, you probably consider me a marxist or a marxist whatever the hell that word was um some sort of i don't know weird weird uh, uh boogeyman word that you have for like people that are that aren't super big fans of capitalism um i and uh, most people enjoy aspects of capitalism like they like their playstations they like going to taco bell they like their uh, LaCroix is a great example. Um, uh, there, there's lots of different things that you like about capitalism. Some of those things you could achieve without it. But I mean, clearly um, there's an issue with uh, equity in regards to where we have starting places or the very bottom of the barrel that you should be if you are an American citizen, where you say we're the, we're the greatest country in the world. Uh, yet we have the highest incarceration rates. We have uh, ridiculous amounts of uh, of uh, uh, debt, whether it's student debt, medical debt, or otherwise. Um, we have homelessness at rampant. Like one in what five or six children are, are are have hunger issues with hunger in America. That doesn't sound like the greatest country in the world. The greatest country in the world should provide 
things like uh, healthcare for all citizens, uh, because you're only as healthy as your least healthy uh, individual. When you're all uh, in the same border together, you should uh, make sure you provide basic shelter for people, uh, food, water access. Uh, uh, you should make sure that we provide education for people so that we have uh, an upward mobility. You, you can defeat poverty very quickly by making sure that uh, you have a very bare minimum, like your, your bottom of the barrel uh, is going to be at least taken care of uh, as, as, as well as a prisoner in a prison, uh, uh, with, uh, but with the added benefit of them, their freedom and them being able to go and do whatever they want. Um, I can't imagine being against those things. Uh, uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So if you couldn't consider that Marxist, um, I think you have a, a, a dog shit idea of what marxism actually actually is and maybe you should read the bread book or something um which is not a thing that i i necessarily totally agree with like I, i'm not i'm not a communist personally um but uh like if you if you think that's marxism i just think you're probably big dumb dumb big dumb dumb all right well we got some new super chats in. we've got gabrielle k says scenario one drugged up guy gets shot by the police two drugged up guy shoot up family of five is the police good or bad here address the real issue please i'm Drug, not drugged sure. up i think uh from a libertarian standpoint i think uh drugs should be legalized and i think if you're scared of drugs um uh, you're, you're a weak-minded piss baby oh already not very um, helpful <laughs> but uh that's 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 like a that's like a I mean, if you're just dealing in hypotheticals, I mean, well, how do you feel about 65% uh, uh, of police being um, um, uh, abusers, which is a real statistic. That is a, a thing. 65% of police do, in fact, uh, commit abuse in their households. So, I mean, like, oh, are they, are they good bad guys or bad guys? I don't know, man. All right. So we've got another $5 super chat from Seth Benedetti, uh, and it's for not Jake. So I'm assuming that's for Tom. <laughs> The uniformed officers who can kill basically with judicial immunity shouldn't be a priority. What's scarier than a criminal with a badge? Uh, what? Yeah, I definitely think qualified immunity is a bad thing and we should probably get rid of it. Definitely. Uh, I don't see any issue there. Okie dokie. Um, All right, now Stuart... Oh, did you want to say? Oh, no, go ahead. That? That's actually one I'm glad you got. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stuart. Hi, Stuart. Uh, Tom, it sounds like you came for a police shooting debate, not an all lives matter versus black lives matter debate. Police brutality includes unfair arrests, and it seems to agree black people face discrimination beyond shooting. Yeah, black people definitely face discrimination in lots of ways that's my issue is that why is this one the one they're focusing on when it's not actually one of those examples so there are lots of actual issues that african americans face that black lives matter should be focusing on this one isn't one of them so that's my issue next we do have one or two other just in case you had uh I, I'm not sure which ones you for sure got, Ruby. But yeah, I did. I got a hold of Praise. He said he had the same problem when accessing the account. But Johnny V, thanks for your question to Jake, said, when will the Quran Reloaded return? Uh, probably not ever. It's uh, terribly demonetized. Um, yeah. Gosh. Right. YouTube doesn't like that shit. It's a lot of work. Uh, Quran is still not a good book. 
here's the Bible. <laughs> so, so, like, I think you probably, Ruby, in case you got any of these questions, let me know. I've been trying to like keep track of new ones coming in as well. Uh, there was one from El Greco. Did you get that one about men or uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got that one, but I think he he might have asked a second question that I missed. Um, so if he pops up again, I would read the second one. This is the one asking if police are misandrist. Yeah, yeah we, we already, already did that one. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Sorry about that. And religion is BS. Thank you for your question. <laughs> said I think you haven't gotten this one, have you? They said only debate in recent memory where I disagree with T Jump. Followed Jake since the Bible Reloaded days. Love you, dude. Keep doing you. You have a fan out there, Jake. I, app- I appreciate the simping, but that is not a question. <laughs> Next up, let's see. Reaction to a... Yeah, I'm so sorry, folks. What we've also done before in the past is sometimes when a guest had to leave or something, we've just kind of paid your super, fat, your super chat forward. And so let us know in a future stream, like, hey, you didn't read it, and we'll count a normal chat. We'll read it at the top of the list because I'm really sorry, guys. Um, unless there are any other new questions, we might wrap up. So thank you so much to our guests. I want to say Tom Jump, Jake, and Ruby are all linked in the description, folks. So if you'd like to hear more, you can hear plenty more from all three of them. And so one last final thanks. We really do appreciate you being here with us, Tom, Jake, for your debating, especially being in the hot seat. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. Yep. And then we had another question. Let's see. Gabriel K. This one I think is maybe I think maybe a challenge to Jake. Said I support BLM as a, as long as it's about progress in policies helping all in all caps instead of burning down property. Mm. Um. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, I don't think BLM specifically is always the ones that are burning down property. Um, though, if you are um, get it, letting um, the idea of like a like a a Whataburger or something getting burned down, and that's like really bothering you in regards to um, uh, a minority population um, that spent the last four hundred years trying to have equal rights. Um, not just under the law, but in society, which is a very important distinction, um, actually being treated as equal members of society from a zeitgeist perspective, um, from a societal perspective. Um, I mean, I, it's always it's always uh, go ahead and protest, but not like this. I mean, it just it seems very privileged. It's like, what do you expect at a certain point for people to do? Um, uh, it's It just seems to me that like... If you're, if you're really valuing property and stuff like that more, I think you need to consider why you value it more. And it's probably has to do with not to sound like a Marxian or whatever the hell that guy said. Um, but uh, I think I think you need to consider the fact that the capital and property is not more important than human happiness or human life or human flourishing. Um, and I, I totally understand someone in there is probably screaming right now. Those are people's livelihoods. And that's totally valid. But a lot of those places have insurance. They can be rebuilt. The people aren't really going to lose that much money. And plus, it's the middle of a fucking pandemic. Anyway, small businesses are already suffering because you voted for Donald Trump. So I mean, like, make up your mind. Do you do you do you like uh, 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 human prosperity? Do you want like equal rights under the society? Or do you just like paying lip service to it so you can feel like you did performative wokeness just enough so that you can go vote for Joe Biden in the, in the election? Like, like, come on. Uh, it just seems like, like, like wh- where are your actual values at? 
Well, I think the concern is more burning down of the black businesses that don't have insurance because they can't afford it. I mean, I yeah, agree. Water sometimes that shit's going to happen, man. Sometimes it's just yeah, going to happen. Like the same thing that happened in the LA riots. And that was the same shit that, that uh, white supremacists did when they were like, they burned down the Korean, the Korean businesses and stuff. Um, like, I don't know. It has, it's, 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 it's the same energy. It's not really productive. That's not what it's about. Sometimes shit happens, but I mean, like these places are targeted already by, by terrible uh, policies that have already destroyed them. Like it, it's just pretty fucking irrelevant. Next, we do have a question from Blue Heron. Do want to read this as I know that they sent a super chat earlier. I think we missed. They asked if all of the people, de- if both of the people debating believe in Medicare for all. Yes. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Same boat on that one. And then, Larry, I saw you said that I think you said you sent a super chat. If you put it in as a normal chat, I will read it if you can put it in quick. And so, want to say also, though, thanks to Ruby, as we really appreciate her help moderating, especially on train wrecks tonight with our YouTube glitch that we've had. And Ophir, if you have one, a serious super chat, the last one, like I said, looks like just an insult. So if you have a serious one, just retype it <laughs> in the chat. So let's see. Otherwise, I think that's it. So um, there's one more here for $10. Someone just put in. Did you see that? Is that gotcha. Anyone? You got it. Okay, thanks so much. Oh, um, so Jake, BLM slash Antifa are explicitly Marxist slash Marxian. Do more research. Standard point epistemology. (laughs) It's not a good starting point when it comes to creating policy, obviously, Uh, due to the mess of the left at the moment. Uh, they're I think definitely that's more of like a statement. Than a question. Yeah, they're definitely not explicitly Marxist. There are explicitly Marxist individuals that in, in involve themselves in BLM, sure. But like again, it's like a it's a lefty movement. It's uh, Marxian. Is that a thing? Like I actually have never heard no. that before. No. I um, think so. That's fucking. Is it Marxian? I think that and, someone would say like Marxian economics or. I don't know. Marxist, maybe it's not. It sounds Marxist funny now. economics, maybe. Yeah. I don't, but uh, but uh, yeah, no. Um, uh, Antifa, by the way, doesn't have a, like an official structure. It's just people that identify as anti-fascists and tend to uh, uh, you know cover their faces and, and do things. And I don't always agree with like uh, you know Molotoving stuff, but most of the time that's not what's happening, right? It's mostly most of the time these people are standing in front of black people that are peacefully protesting, and sometimes shit gets weird at night. Um, as far as Marxist, there's, there's not like a Marxist ideal that would cause that unless you are implying like the part where revolution might need to occur post-socialism but that's not where we're at right now so i don't really i think you need to read marxist literature if you want to critique it i think i think i think maybe you just don't really understand what it is i think i think you just get like a little spooked when people are like capitalism has bad stuff in it and you're like ah no i like it it's like like maybe maybe consider why you uh, uh, unabashedly like like stand for capitalism when it actively hurts people sometimes. Like, uh, I we we've reduced human value down to things like productivity. What that doesn't sound fucking healthy for anybody. And while again, I have said before, like I I like aspects of capitalism, but there's ways to do this in a more ethical way, and we can slowly wean ourselves off of a system that like doesn't really make a lot of sense like the the only reason capitalism exists is because we agree it exists like money isn't real it's like a it's like a made-up thing it's useful right now but like we're slowly seeing that we are we are we are we are running that timeline down and we're gonna have to move towards things like ubi is a great example um where where it kind of fucks with the idea of what even is money 
at that point when you're starting to, to, to do universal basic income. So why wouldn't everything just be universal? Gotcha. So, I mean, you got it. And we do have a question that's maybe uh, both of you could answer. They asked for both. They said, Joe, Joe Henthorne, thanks for your question. Joe said, uh, good debate, guys. It seems like you both agree that sy systemic racism is a thing. Would you agree on a compromised approach between policy and policing? Sure. That's super broad. Probably. It depends on what it is. Gotcha. Uh, and then I think that might be it. Larry, so sorry I missed your question. If uh, Let's see. This one comes in from Roy. says... Roy Segal, appreciate it, says, does Tom think a fix needs to be top-down, and Jake, does Jake think that it needs to be bottom-up? I mean, it depends on the, I'm assuming this is specifically on this front. I think it's both. I think most things can take a, 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 a both approach. You're going to have to start in your communities because you have to change the social zeitgeist in order to make people not racist, right? You have to you have to understand like this is part of the reason that Black Lives Matter is a very very good thing. It's bringing the conversation into white suburban homes. It's bringing the conversation into rather privileged spaces where they don't normally talk about that. Like like sports, for instance, where a lot of a lot of uh, right leaning people are like, ah, it's my escape. But there's, I mean, it's it's built on the back of black athletes for the most part, especially in the United States with the NFL and NBA being the most popular sports. Like, of course, this is going to affect those communities. So having the conversation occur at the grassroots level, at the at the individual level is obviously very important. But you can't you you can't change systemic issues without like laws and, and legislation. But you're not going to get people to vote for people that are doing that without the bottom up. So you need both. But it starts probably bottom up. Uh, that's probably the majority, but uh, like any other electoral system, that's just kind of how it works. I don't know if you disagree. Yeah, I'd do the same thing, but I'd apply the same bottom-up standard to essentially the African-American community. First thing you need to do is stop committing crimes is probably the biggest thing. That Next, <laughs> Next up, Larry Cloys, thanks for your question, said, T-Jump, correlation is not causation. We need to look at why those statistics are happening, like over-policing, redline laws, and many others. You're, you're muted. Me? Right, he knows he's muted. Jake, Jake's muted. Oh, yeah, I think that was just this for you, Tom. This, They're yeah, for you. you, Tom. Oh, gotcha. I just saw him talking. I was like, I didn't know if he... So, yeah. Um, what was the question again? They said, T-Jump, correlation is not causation. We need to look at why those stats are happening, like over-policing, redline laws, and many others. Again, the stats are exactly proportional to the amount of crime, so you can't really call it over-policing in those situations if it's exactly proportional to the crime. Gotcha. And I think that was it. So I want to say thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. We do. We know these are controversial topics. Oh, and then Stuart Keating, Ruby, just to be sure that you got theirs, they said, Tom, just to clarify, you think most issues that BLM want to tackle and they list on their website is something you support? Your only problem is just fixating on police shooting? Uh, yeah, that's the biggest one because it's just factually false. I'm sure there are others, too, I've seen before. I'd have to just go through their list, but... That's the biggest issue I have is that that one is just factually incorrect. Gotcha. And I want to say thanks so much, folks. We know these are controversial topics. We want to let you know, no matter what walk of life, we do hope you feel welcome here. We appreciate you, whether you be leaning to the left, leaning to the right, Christian, atheist, you name it. And so 
If you enjoy juicy debates, we've got a lot more coming up. Hit that subscribe button. Tomorrow we have an evidence for the resurrection debate. So that should be interesting. And so with that, I want to say thanks so much to our guests. And last of all, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Keep sifting out the reasonable from the unreasonable. Take care, everybody.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.